Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. This is the big pre-reunion final podcast, Ed, before the big event this weekend. Yep. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Ed, good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you, too. You were a very sensing uh, or a calming uh, source for me today when you rolled down, Ed. You really? know, I've, Yeah, I've been running around, bouncing around for the big show. Uh, the hats came in today. Yeah, I was looking at them. They look cool. Let's see I your like hat. Them. I like your hat better. Yeah, the Evil Ed edition. I like that blue. Yeah. So the, the apparel came in. We got the official apparel. We went clean. We went Dodger blue. The Dodgers are going deep into the playoffs. We, you know, last year we got too crazy with the decals and the, and the logos. You know? Like a NHRA shirt. This year we went back clean, Ed. A little mention to Pioneer, our primary sponsor. On the back, look, we got the little silhouette. And that's, that's it. all you need, really. And we got the official Evil Ed apparel. All this and a bag of gum available at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's coming up this October the 13th here at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. And you know, Ed, I would be remiss to not um, give a special shout out to some of the folks who stepped up and pre-registered. Uh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, you did. You oh, did. I did? Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, I was wondering why you asked. Well, that's why I asked you, because now you're going to originally have three bikes, but one of them, what happened? What happened with... <laughs> a funny thing happened. <laughs> well, one of the diaphragms and one of the Tillotsons blew up, so I don't know, i got to take it. I got the carburetor off, and um, this guy back east in Mississippi, Bob Muha, he's going to rebuild it for me. So I asked you, because I remember those diaphragms and the carburetors of those Clintons fucking nightmares wow they're strong oh, and, yeah and there's so many different and other ways obviously that because the days of diaphragm you carburetors set pop off pressure i don't have a gauge for Even, that no one had a gauge when you're a pop off pressure gauge so we get the nail polish the enamel nail polish and take off those little diaphragms and yeah. try to put like a coat or two coat on it and you know you'd get you'd get two rides out of that and that would be got a ride out of it. <laughs> so so you were you were telling the story about working at dino's test riding your bikes getting them ready for the show right yeah and what happened <laughs> i had to push it back about a half mile back to the shop because it took a dump but there was a crowd of guys there that didn't oh say yeah down the street there's these guys that on the weekend uh, with sport bikes they go in the parking lot where they work and they just you know pop wheelies do burnouts do tricks yeah freestyle they call it so i, think. I was going to take the little two-stroke and uh, go in the driveway and just drive by them not even look at them just and go out the other end you know and just see what you know what their reaction was that was the plan right that was the plan yeah and what was the reality didn't happen really <laughs> then i went back last week with my other two stroke and there was like four guys there <laughs> instead of like 40 well so i I blew, I blew past them just like yeah, but it's a little Didn't different. Even look at them; just went into if the there's first. There's four guys like two of them. The back driveway. If there's four, two of them aren't even looking at you. But you know what? You'll be center stage at the big uh, upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Okay, good. Now you're going to be a little bit more active this year. You're kind of you're you're kind of laying. You're in the weeds last year. Not 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 literally in the weeds. You were in the weeds, kind of like hanging low. Yeah, you had your yeah. little lawn chair around the perimeter. You were hanging yeah. next to the souvenir tent. I think. Um, I didn't want to act too happy, you know. Well, yeah. But I think people want to see more of you. Well, I'll try and get around now that you got a bunch of people coming that are on Facebook that I 
our friends with me. Uh, many of them. Uh, in Arizona fact, guys. Yep, they're coming out. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of guys from Arizona. We've got um, uh, Kyle fr- coming in from Nebraska, I think. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of folks that have pre-registered, and I wanted to say thank you to them. Uh, one of the first participants to enter online, uh, in fact, come and see me. His name is Ivan Schreiber. He's got a taco. He was the first to register online. Oh, cool. So come on over and I'll give you a little special gift, Ivan. Thank you for kicking it off. And then it just started to happen. Um, familiar names like Dane Walton. He's rolling out here with his GTS bike. A lot I think of GTS he's bikes. Owner somewhere, isn't he? Somewhere out that way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, the first time I met him was through the event, but then we rode up at AV. He did a nice job on that GTS. In fact, I've got to stop right there. Uh, Rafa, you saved. Uh, the day for us we um tried as we could and we shared this on the podcast uh to speed up the build uh the rutman pioneer build and i had some conversations with the guys and um it turns out that we're not going to make it and we were fortunate enough that we had a couple other options uh i'll tell a brief story i reached out to temecula bob as you know bob uh, in fact e maybe we can point out the cool little sign here uh this uh, upcoming, this will be the seventh annual Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. And again, it's the 13th of October right here in beautiful La Crescenta at CV Park. Each year, we uh, induct uh, a prominent person or two, in this case, into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. And the Hall of Fame is really a little something that we uh, decided to uh, make available within the hobby to recognize folks that have had some good impact within our hobby. And there's no one that's done as much as uh, the Mitrina brothers. In fact, those are the three brothers here. Uh, there's a silhouette within the uh, backdrop there. And then Ray, particularly, where we've inducted Ray into the Hall of Fame. And although Ray may not uh, have the ability to just jump on a plane and join us, we will have this available and folks could sign up and send a nice little greeting or salutation and we'll send that off to Ray. And then we're also going to recognize, and uh, the rumor is that he will be here, Temecula Bob, Bob Oliveira. He'll be uh, here with um, Fred. With Fred, hopefully, <laughs> his buddy Fred. So, uh, another reason to come. So, uh, congratulations to both of those guys. And when I, when I realized that the Rutman giveaway bike wasn't going to happen, I reached out to Bob uh, because I have um, I have a second bike in the works with him, and it's that smaller uh, micro bike. micro bike. And it's the deal was first of all he hadn't even gotten started on it, and he's like, you know, the bike that bike, I really don't build to sell to because it's not meant to really be a bike that's to be ridden right it's you know small. it's it's just so it was a light bulb moment for me because i didn't take that into account when i just picked up the phone to call him i just thought i had a bike available that i can just grab and i was going to lose it in terms of keeping it for myself and give it away but it was good news bad news for me the good news was that i can't give it away and the bad news is well i guess there is none because i, I still get to keep it so I reached out to Rafa because Rafa, when he was on the podcast, had recently um, gotten back from his event. And there were some circumstances that happened there, which maybe put him with a question mark over his head in terms of his ability to keep having a show there. So we wanted to work together. Right. And, and uh, I gave him and told him that we could have a footprint for him at the show, have a big canopy, put some banners up, and they'll be there. And they'll also be providing a roller giveaway. Cool. Yeah, so Rafa and uh, the staff over at GTS has uh, worked up a custom uh, GTS roller, and he was eager 
to jump in and um, that made me feel great. It was one less thing I had to worry about. And we're sitting around a variety of other cool products. You know, part of the good thing about the event, I always say it's the people. In fact, I know, I know it is the people. And there are people that are coming from all over. And as I realized that, because I would see through pre-registration where they were coming from. And I would hear the Arizona guys and hear about the folks from SoCal. And here there's some folks from NorCal that are coming. They come almost every year, Mario and um, uh, Moro and Molly and all those guys. And they... It's almost as far as another state when you start coming from San Francisco oh, yeah. area, right? So nine hour, eight hour drive. So here's the thing. Uh, well, so I thought we'd come up with an award. So I talked to Wade over at Coker Tire, mm-hmm. uh, who's been a part of the show, and it's like let's do a long distance award. They have those cool tires, long distance, right? So we give away a set of white wall tires. Oh, that's and cool. it goes to the participant who registered his bike and who has traveled from the longest distance with his bike. With his bike. He didn't show up and fucking buy a Coleman over at Osh and roll over, right? He traveled with his bike. So we've got a couple more awards. Um, we're going to do your Evil Ed Award. So, you, Ed, you're going to scope the landscape and find a cool bike. Yep. So I'm looking forward to starting that. That'll be the first year of doing that. So we'll continue that. And maybe you can start getting sponsors for some of your shit, right? Maybe it'll be the Evil Ed. Oh, let's try it. The Evil Ed Award sponsored by Small Engine Cans. Yeah, maybe that could work. Yep. So I talked to Tim, and Tim's sending out some stuff. Uh, I sent out a email, a video, and maybe during the break, if I can move some of the stuff around, we on that bench, I lined up all the stuff for the goodie bag, and we've got some cool stuff. Honda, American Honda Motorcycles will be in attendance, and I got a call from uh, their PR company and their social media advertising folks that they're going to be on display at the show, and they're going to have the new Honda Monkey. Oh, cool. So that Honda Monkey is probably one of the more talked about bikes out there now. It's uh, I went to the local Honda Glendale dealer. Uh, in fact, Darlene will be back again, and we'll be giving away. What we do is we don't want any money. We, we, want, we want them to be there to support the hobby, and she gives us all these giveaways. We've got a dozen helmets to give away to folks, uh, participants, and if you're in a situation where you need a helmet, come and see me. We'll hook you up. Uh, so we've got Honda coming out, corporate, and the dealer. So you'll be able to see the all-new Monkey. Uh, they'll bring the Honda Groms out. And all their power sports folks are aware of it. So who knows? Maybe we'll have an opportunity to see if they can um, grow their exposure with us, Ed. Not only here now when they're promoting the Monkey, but wouldn't it be cool if we could someday give away something like that? Yeah. You know, we'll continue to promote our rigid frame mini bikes, but also have a nice opportunity to give away something cool like that. Yeah. So hopefully that's a, a nice building block with them. Uh, we couldn't do anything without our friends from Pioneer, and uh, I'd like to thank those guys for their generous support. This is uh, one of their new all-in-one receivers. Uh, it's the AVH-W440NEX. Uh, uh, we have one of those that'll go to one lucky participant, and then he also sent me, by the way, a box of, I don't know, like six or eight additional uh, giveaways. This is the new uh, MVH uh, S31-2BT drop-in head unit. So we'll be giving away not only a handful of these to the participants, and participants are the folks that register to bring their bikes, but we'll also give away one to spectators. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, so the <clears throat> event's free for spectators. All of our stuff here, Ed, are tried and true. The brake clean's brake here. Clean. Your favorite. Yep. Knock her loose. Knock her loose. And then we got the goodie bag. 
So go through some of this stuff here. What do we got here? What do we got there? We got some mother's waterless wash and wax. That'd be perfect for you. <laughs> like, right? You do your whole truck with that. Yeah. Got some uh, GTS hobby decals. Yep. Now, you remember Ira was with us, right? From SEMA? Uh-huh. So from SEMA Ignited. And the SEMA show is October the 30th through November the 2nd. November the 2nd is a Friday. It's the last day of the show. That's when SEMA Ignited is. And we everybody who comes to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion as a participant gets a free public admission. It's like 20 bucks each. So, oh, cool. yeah, there's one in there. Yeah. 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 Then we got, what do we got? We got, got Coker Tire. Well, some decals, right? Decals. What about you, Ed? We got a little dinky badge. Oh, we got the big one, too. We got a little dinky badge. Yeah, that's, and then you got the button for the podcast. We have the button. And what, what is this, earplugs? Earplugs. Yeah. Remember you said you were going to start wearing those during the podcast? <laughs> we got some earplugs from CRC. Five bucks off at the store, right? So now the t-shirt goes from 20 to 15. Oh, cool. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. So, hey, well, hey, he's Sorry a producer. Sorry about that. Hey, you know. Oh, what's this? Honda badge? Honda Rebel Honda patch? Born Rebel. And that, here's something that I thought we had born to get. Born Rebel. A mini bike bungee cord. That's a mini bike bungee cord. All right. You may need two of them. We got some. Uh, That's what we got. More stickers. What Decals. Is Go Power Sports. Yeah. An Evil Ed decal. Oh, right. Evil Ed decal. All right. So this is yeah. in the goodie bag. In addition to all this. Uh, we talked to the folks from F&B. We talked to the guys from Small Engine Cams. Uh, who knows what we'll have? Usually when that show starts, we have more stuff. Typically, I bring back a lot of the giveaway stuff. And don't forget the GTS roller on top of all, all of this. So it's uh, the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. This is the final day for pre-registration. If you want to register, go to joesminibikereunion.com. <clears throat> you know, I've, I'm starting to enjoy the event a little bit more, Ed, because I'm delegating. I'm not trying to do everything. You know, mm -hmm. and one of the things that was taking a lot of the time was the uh, announcing because I was um, trying to enjoy the time with our friends, see the bikes. Yeah, running around doing everything. Who needs 20s at the change up at front? Got an issue with the restroom, whatever it is, you know, the so. Um, an issue with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling the story about the woman who came up to me. Was it a couple years ago? Somebody's tapping me on the shoulder, so I'm I'm thinking it's a friend. I turn around and it's a woman that I don't know, and she's got a cigarette butt in her hand. She sticks it in my face and excuse me, are you Joe? It's like yeah, how you doing? Um, one of your one of your one of your people <laughs> threw this on the ground. So she gives me this. That looks like a Territon 100 from like the 70s. <laughs> so I give it to her. I say, "Oh, thank you very much." And get it put it in my pocket. You get you get a little bit of that. We tried not to open up the the park area um, until it was showtime. Yet there were a bunch of locals who walked through that park. Right. Man, we, we asked them to not go through there. You would have thought that we took away their Geritol. So, oh, they were walking the dogs last year, weren't yeah, yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, And it's right like, through there. So now it's like, <clears throat> let the security deal with it. If there's a problem with the judging, hey, I didn't get judged. I didn't get judged. It's like, I don't stop everything I'm doing now and go judge their, you know, it's like, go talk to the judges. So I'm right. delegating. And uh, one of the biggest coups that I had was a couple years ago, having had the chance to work with a guy who's going to be in studio with us in a second. His name is Clarence Barnes. And Clarence and I worked with uh, a company called Revin TV. We did a couple gigs with Roadkill, and we did some 
gigs with Source Interlink, which is um, now owned by Discovery. In fact, it's a Discovery Homecoming. We'll have David Freiberger from Roadkill joining us shortly as well. Uh, and I had a chance to work with Clarence, and Clarence and I worked in kind of similar circles. Uh, Hot Rod Power Tour, we worked with the same uh, car circuits, a uh, lot of similar common denominators in our career, but we, I was usually at doing it a little bit earlier, or by the time he had come over, I was doing something different. And we, I'm, I'm lucky that we had a chance to cross paths, and he's done a ton of things, and uh, we're going to have him join us. Clarence, why don't you come roll out here if you get a chance? He's in there now with, uh, with Linda. playing with the dog. Yeah. <coughs> I thought he was actually listening to us. So Clarence is going to join us. <laughs> Ed, why not you go? Are you plugged up? You're no. not plugged in. Are you go there and knock on the door. <laughs> so Clarence is going to join us. Clarence is, he does so much in the, in the industry. This is just a little bit of a roll call of what he's done. He's a voice actor, and you can tell as soon as he starts to talk, right? Um, he's been uh, a host at and through the commercial talent agency. He's been executive producer of syndicated properties at Big Boys Neighborhood, which is uh, probably one of the bigger. You're more familiar with that, right? Big Boys Hip Hop, big out here for what 20, 30 years. Um, he's an on-air talent. You can sit down now, Ed. He's Doctor Wire. Oh, okay. Well, you'll figure that out. Uh, as I talked about, he hosted the Hot Rod Power Tour, which I was a part of back in the day. They were trying to get your attention in there, Clarence. Guys watching fucking Days of Our Lives over there? I mean, or what? No, actually, I'm watching the stream. <laughs> Haven't I'm seen doing all different types of stuff. I'm thinking, wow, yeah, that's right. We were talking about Freiburger. He's on the road. Um, I just got done with Engine Masters. And, uh, I mean, it's just been nonstop grinding. We were just... I heard about that in the green room over there, and all of a sudden I hear bang, bang, <laughs> knocking on the window. I like, was breaking into the house. It's time, yeah. Well, good. Uh, so, I was just going over your list of accolades. And oh, I was, thank you. I know it. <laughs> it's like, damn. Somebody, wow. <laughs> well, I got this from your mom. So yeah, I know. I, I, I had to get it edited. No, I, I last left off at the, uh, and I had pre-lubed your uh, visit. How are you doing, Eddie? There you go. There you go. See? We're back. <laughs> Thanks for the. Uh, there's an additional five dollars in that for you. We'll, we're going to classify that as security duty. Okay. The whole. How many times did you pound? Did you pound more than once yeah. on the window? Mm, no, just no. It was twice, I think. Oh shit! If you pounded three times, you would have got an extra fifty. All right. So a couple, a couple knocks. And I was going over your list of accolades. I was at the Hot Rod Power Tour uh, on air at Kiss uh, FM 102.7. God, I what? remember when I first moved here. Fucking Rick Dees was like. I never was, I, Kiss. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I was eighty-two through the nineties, and then some. At some point, I tuned off. But during that time, K M E T and K L O S and a former on-air talent at Dial Global Networks, former radio host at CBS, worked at the Rod Shop, former Northeast Regional Promo Director at. I've always had a tough time. Is it is it Chrysalis? Chrysalis, yeah. There I worked go. at Chrysalis, yeah. Arista, MCA, Electra. A uh, bunch of radio stations, Westwood I, One. I see them all here. Um, yeah. The and I still, I still, did, yeah, I don't know how and it all happened. Just, it just sort of did. And Clarence, this is just more the kind of like the on-air radio stuff. Yeah, it doesn't take into account the automotive uh, 
gigs that you've had we the power tour uh roadkill is that, is that another gig you got no 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 <laughs> i've got one of these things i got uh we did a thing with apple and uh so i have one of these watches that makes noise it, it like rings and does what's that telling you to do right now it's uh, i'm turning it off that's what it's telling me it oh, has okay. a phone in it it's very it's weird but uh <laughs> oh, i don't know it's it's that's kind of one of the lame things i've, I've it was just a free watch it's cool but it uh well look uh, does weird stuff so you you do a ton of things on emotive as well uh we did roadkill nights uh which is when they closed down woodward yeah we did a couple of roadkill nights we did power tour we do uh mopar nationals we do uh let me see i just came back from the engine masters which was a big right. deal um it, it goes on and on and on but you know we sort of run in those circles where everybody kind of comes full circle, uh, you know, with motorsports and, and how it interacts with different stuff. And the coolest thing that I was, I was talking to the guys at Engine Masters last week in Mentor, Ohio. They had a big thing at JE, which is part of Weisco. Uh, Weisco, uh, sure. So one side's Weisco, one side's JE. And, of course, Weisco makes all the power sports pistons and things like that. Certainly. Huge huge hundreds of thousands of square feet and we were talking about mini bikes you know because weisco does a lot of smaller power sports all the polaris all the all those pistons and i said well i'm doing this thing which is a real big deal in la which is joe's mini bike reunion and i swear to god the guy goes joe i know joe joe and i worked at peterson joe and I, you know and i get the i get the uh whole joe thing but everybody knows you yeah everybody in the well, whole fortunate. business knows and, you and uh, honestly you fall into that same category it's like bring up clarence or when you walk into the pick a pick an event pick a pick a hotel lobby pick a pick a car show you walk in and it's nice to have that but the guy who leads that pack in terms of boy putting off that beacon especially nowadays, is uh, our next guest, which is Dave Freiberger. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned Engine Masters, and we mentioned the Power Tour and Drag Week. Um, it's, you know, that seems like one of those uh, sonar detectors, you know? What was that voyage to the bottom of the sea? You hear the little... Was it, oh, the, the uh, pinging. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Somebody, I've, there's some sort of alert, and it just keeps all your email and everything. I think if people are watching. No, there's an earthquake in the Philippines. I think that's probably what it is. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do, is, every, Clarence, I'm gonna let you because every, you're a professional host. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so I'm gonna you I'm gonna like, right. I'm gonna let you um, join me and uh, having a little talk with Dave. Because he's on a tight schedule. You and I were trying to figure out where the hell he was. Well, he's out somewhere with uh, with Steve Dulcich. Yes, I was. And, uh, uh, I'm going to dial him up now. That is the team, and Brad Alicia, who is their director, who follows them around. I don't think Brad's been home for a month. Well, between all of them, they all travel. But yeah. David was uh, actually in this garage where we're shooting the podcast now. We goody. Go ahead. Go ahead. We were. Um, we call him David. Yeah. Now? If we can. We shot in this garage a video that's on YouTube now. Right. Uh, and it ran on Hot Rod Unlimited, which was uh, another network, kind of in the spirit of the inventory that they have there, you know, with all the other shows. Hot Rod Unlimited was one of the precursors to Roadkill. Right. Or kind of, it, it covered a lot that eventually made its way into many of the uh, properties there. And David shot a little something called Mini Bike Mayhem. And in typical Freiburger fashion, he comes down, two guys, um, they turn on the camera, boom. And start making it happen. Yeah, uh, that's uh, David. He can he can tape anywhere. He had the history of the mini bike, the whole Steen's taco. He had the whole lead in where he pulled the ripcord on the bike and 
started off on this whole it's a video that I still look at now and sometimes I have to pinch myself because it's so well done like yeah. all the stuff he's behind and it's up to like 5 million views Whew. we're going to play that at the break mm -hmm. for some of the folks who may not have had a chance to see it that's a little bit of an idea of what David does on the side in addition to doing so many other things I think his title is Senior VP of Creative v Things yeah. basically he's the head guy at content. Enthusiast Network for content yeah. uh, for all the brands he kind of gives it his Go blessing. ahead. Yeah, his yeah, blessing, yeah. literally. Because, you know, he's kind of a no BS guy as far as if he likes something, he's really passionate about it, yep. and he's really into the detail. And he's one of the only guys, you know, everybody always says, oh, yeah, TV, you know, these reality shows, people throwing ranches and all this kind of stuff. I've worked with these guys. I've seen them. It's real. I've, it's total real. I used to sell it. Yeah, exactly. It, what am I saying? Yeah, it, exactly. So the reality of it is that it's the only reality show that was real. Yeah. Not granted. 100%. There was a few times where things could have happened a different way, and because it is somewhat of an entertainment right. vehicle as well, you roll with it. But for the most part, no built-in drama, no nothing. Uh, what a great mix they have. We're going to get them on the line, and what we all share in common is not only working together, we've all been to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. And it's, um, it's actually pretty... Cool that we've got him on. I a, think I want to say he's probably um, taping stuff with Steve today. Yeah, he was. Let's see if we can get him on here. Steve Dulcich, Smoking Joe. Hey, everybody! Uh, it's a pleasure to have on. Hello. Hello, Dave. Can you hear us? You got him on mute. There we go. Hi, Dave. Can you hear us? Now I got you. Oh, great, uh, folks! It's a pleasure to have him on. David Freiberger from uh, Roadkill. Dave, we're here with Clarence Barnes and Evil Ed. How are you, how are you doing tonight, Dave? I'm great. How about you guys? I didn't expect Clarence. Ah. Great. <laughs> I snuck in. There was free coffee. You know? Oh, all right. That explains it. Yeah. yeah, we've got him tethered down. He's had like about six Starbucks, Dave. <laughs> great. Hey, uh, I know that you've been busy. I was uh, following a little Roadkill online today, and it looks like you were hanging out with Dulcich again. Where are you? Uh, I'm on my way home right now from Bakersfield. I was wrenching on a project vehicle that we have to work on next week. I was doing some off-camera work. And so I pulled over to talk to you about JMBR and so on. Uh, thanks for the patience. You know, all these uh, high-class podcasts that we do out of garages, sometimes they have a little bit of a delay when they start. Plus, I got going with Clarence, and uh, we got a little bit uh, past our time that we were going to call you. So thanks for making some time. Dave. Oh, that's what? Uh, what do you got, about another couple hours before you're back in L.A.? Uh, that's about right, yeah. Are you solo? Yep. Well, good. Have a good trip back. And uh, this weekend, you'll be heading into L.A. Hopefully, it'll be littered with mini bikes because we're getting ready to put on the 7th annual, believe it or not, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion here at uh, CV Park. And you've done so much to help promote this category. And you've actually made your way out to the mini bike event a couple years ago. If I yeah, could... I've yeah. been a couple of times. I wish I could go this time. I'm going to be in Arizona shooting, but I love the whole mini bike program, and whatever I can do to like keep it going, I'm down. Well, the the two uh, elements that I wanted to bring up included the mini bike mayhem video that you did with Hot Rod Unlimited, and then the inclusion of the CT70 on I think it was nitrous muscle trucks and mini bikes. It was a roadkill episode, I think, 18 when I last checked. Those two, yeah. those two video efforts alone helped us immensely. Thanks. Now, you've, you, you get feedback of all different sorts. What kind of feedback <laughs> did you get from those videos? 
You know, people still bring up me riding your CT70 in that episode when I did the, uh, when I tried to do a burnout and we leave the thing into the gas pump. <laughs> That's like one of those moments people won't forget. <laughs> that was, uh, that, that, that bike, which Mark Dewey now has. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that bike was, um, wasn't as fast as the black. I think, I think that, um, uh, Finnegan had a 77 Black Honda that was a little bit quicker, but you were a little bit cooler because that, that was a little bit more retro, the gold one that you had. Yeah, we- it was totally cool. I borrowed that one from you. The, the company actually bought that black one, and we had it for a long time, and now um, our creative director has it and actually rides it all the time, so that's cool. Yeah, the good thing about those bikes is they weren't that fast, but they started all the time when they were bulletproof. When Dave, yeah. we, the mini bike show now, maybe from the last time that you were there, it's really turned out to be um, littered with drag bikes, and I oh, want, cool. yeah, there uh, we've got a dyno that's uh, been another big attraction for the participants, and I, what did we do at thirty-two horsepower? I think I last year. Yeah. So uh, we talk in the community, Dave, of this eventual quest to tackle hundred miles an hour. On a mini bike, uh, and then the question becomes, what is a mini bike? Because really, what's happening is that the engineering and the craftsmanship, and really the 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 talent that we see, the Jake Mose. Uh, there's a young co- a guy, David, called Isaiah Gibbs. Gee, I'm looking at a guy across from me, Evil Ed, um, Temecula Bob. Uh, Dave, these guys are building bikes that when you look at them. You you get a you get a hint of a Troy Trepania. You get a little bit of a hint of uh, you know some of these iconic builders that you see daily. But it, it's happening in, in our mini bike scene. And then the question becomes, what is a mini bike? Because they're starting to look more and more like professional drag bikes. You've seen enough of these yeah. things in your mind. What's what is a mini bike? How how's it how's a mini bike different in your view than somebody building quote unquote a custom drag bike? Have you ever thought about well, that? Yeah, well, you're making me think about it, and I think it's definitely not one of those pocket bikes that looks like a little sport bike or super bike. It's got to be, you know, your basic, what are they, three-quarter-inch tube frame or half-inch tube frame? I don't know what they're, seven what's the seven eighths? frame on them. Seven-eighths. seven okay, yeah. And what if you limited them to a flathead, a good old Briggs and Stratton or something like that? Does that play in? Yeah, you know, when those of us are a little bit older, our view of the bikes is pretty simple. They're rigid frames. Lawnmower engines. Lawnmower engines. And and, and maybe when you got a little carried away, you put in a little West Bend or a little Power B. But for the most part, that was it. Once you started to get into live axles and disc brakes and, you know, all these electric starts. Yeah, so... Well, I, yeah, we're you and I are on the same page there. The the true true mini bike are the not the CT seventies that we had some fun with, or but maybe uh, more reflective of that taco bike that we built uh, for Hot Rod. That would probably yeah. more, be more the modern day. Uh, I think you said the word. They've got to be rigid. I think the mini bike might have a Springer fork in it, but the back of it's got to be hard. Yeah, the back being hard. Yeah, we're in agreement there. So uh, we've. We've been working on somewhat of, uh, Clarence and I were talking about similar schedule, but then I went off in a little bit of a different path, and Clarence just got back from Engine Masters. You travel, you know, you're, you're always going somewhere. How was uh, the Woodward event in Pontiac? You guys went back there and raged again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
absolutely. That's that deal where we shut down Woodward Avenue and do drag racing. You were there last year, but we just did it last month or August. We did it, and uh, same amount of people, like forty thousand head count, just crazy town. Nitro, funny car, and dragster burnout. It was great, but no mini bike. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Calvin Carisi had asked me. You know, I I've met again. I have to thank you. I've met so many nice and cool folks from the Detroit area, all due to the opportunity that I had when I was working with Roadkill. When we went to Detroit. I met a handful of guys, and it's 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 really nice because a lot of those guys are even talking about coming out. Uh, there's a gentleman that we're inducting into the Hall of Fame this year, Dave. His name is Ray Mitrina. He is one of the three founding found, uh, founders of Little Indian Mini Bikes, the iconic old mini bike. And him, along with Temecula Bob, uh, Robert Oliveira, they're being inducted into the Hall of Fame. As I look at this, we've probably compiled about not close to 16 people into this growing Hall of Fame. And, you know, it's really starting to take on a little bit of fanfare and folks are submitting names and requests and um i'm i'm enjoying kind of the the beginning of the swell dave that we seem to be creating here within this mini bike world and i would be remiss uh, remiss to not thank you for that larger spotlight that you've helped put on it put on that sport oh absolutely i mean but isn't it the seventh jmbr seventh jmbr ed and i were talking and you know I think it truly takes like 10 years to get to a point where you can have somewhat of a, a legitimate gauge on expected crowd size and, you know, what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. So we got a few more years ahead of us. But if we only had an opportunity to put these things in motion and there had been some talks about different ways that we can do that. But if we were able to actually have an event which was more than a, like a, an exaggerated show and shine. Uh, we could probably get quite a few more people here, Dave, but I think with a static event that will largely be a kind of a West Coast event, a kind of a, a laid back deal. But uh, what what is a feather in our cap is uh, we will be one of the first public viewing opportunities that American Honda Motors will be displaying the new Honda monkey bike. Yeah, so they'll be on display, and you got to get your hands on one of those. I'm sure they, in fact, I got a call from a guy, Charlie, from their PR department, who had noticed um, your post online about the event, and he's a big Roadkill and David Freiberger fan, so yeah, they're coming out, Honda will be there, and that's that's where you kind of look at things as a gauge and say, you know what, we're starting to make a little impact when we're starting to get the attention of folks like Honda. That's great. Those monkey bucks are neat. You know, my wife is a copy editor, and she's currently working on, I guess, dealer brochures for those things, which is how I found out about them and started doing some research on them. They're cool. You know, that it's an evolution of that Z50, and this yeah. uh, this bike's got a little bit of a different power plant. Instead of 50 cc's, it's that 125 from the ground. Yeah. Uh, it's got dual shocks, which is nice. It, it's got a seat that you can literally sit on. It's a The seat is like a couch, which has been a big problem with like their Honda Grom. The seats are terrible. Uh, and then because it's lightweight, it's a little bit quicker. But it all that aside, it just got that retro cool. Uh, cool. It's got the chrome fenders. It's got the cool headlight system. It's, it's a nice bike. So folks that will be attending the show will have a chance to check it out. Uh, yeah. Dave, clear up a couple things for us now. Um, jumping over to Roadkill, I know that you, uh, you know your your tenure there goes on closer to what over thirty years, just on my end. And I remember your role as editors with all the truck books and all the car crafts, hot rods. 
Now you're yeah. working in a different capacity. People probably are more aware of your uh, road, uh, excuse me, your role with Roadkill, but also Engine Masters and Drag Week. Um, how do you do it? How are you maintaining such a busy schedule and still when you're not working and traveling, going into that office for 10 hours a day? How do you, how do, you do it, man? Well, it's interesting, you know, like you were touching on, old guys know me for Hot Rod Magazine and Rod and Custom, and young kids know me for all the TV stuff that we've done and online web video stuff. And currently, I'm really doing nothing but the shows for Motor Trend Group. I do nothing but uh, video. And it's different because in the old days, I would go out, be on the road, have to take my own pictures, gather my own information, write my own story. The cool thing for me about video is I show up, show up I do my shtick, somebody else deals with all of the footage and somebody else edits it and I'm on to the next thing. So it's a lot more like just living in the moment. It's actually less stressful even though it is more days on the road. I'm gone virtually always. Dave, who are some of those folks that are riding along with you making sure that all that editing is getting done and all the, all the stuff that we ultimately see that you create? Who's filling in all those details and kind of helping you along the way? Who are some of those folks that maybe don't get that limelight? Well... We have a small crew that travels with us on the road, and those guys are just awesome. They've helped us out a bunch. Brad Alicia is our director. Chris Reed is our A or B camera. We have got another guy, Alex Scola, who's sometimes with us. And for the first time in forever, we have a, a production assistant who wrenches and helps us run for parts and stuff like that. And cool so that's job. super handy. That, that guy's Wiley Stevens, and he is a friend of the guy, actually, who owns that black CT70 that was in the show, that's uh, Levi Rugg, who's back at home and helps manage production and stuff. And our longtime director, Dustin Gould, is our showrunner, and he stays at the office and manages all the footage and all the editors and that kind of thing. Well, yeah, a couple of familiar names there, and uh, a shout-out to all of them, because the work is still is amazing. Uh, watching an episode of Roadkill, uh, for those of you who, for whatever odd reasons, may not have had the chance to check out an episode of roadkill who are listening now uh do yourself a favor find a comfy chair and do a little binge watching clarence i'm looking at your eyes as we talk about roadkill well <laughs> you know we were talking about this before dave came on and it's it's i'm glad dave pointed that out and that's he really put it in a nutshell it's it's moment to moment it's really in the moment a lot of people think about reality or whatever is a setup i've seen it seen these guys go the first time i ever really saw what was going on is when they showed up on the power tour one time and there was you know he was out with finnegan and they there was a like a deer a stuffed deer on top of the car they did the whole power tour with the deer i mean they were always just thinking this will be cool this will be fun it and and uh you know as an extension the social media aspect of roadkill and and david and and all his crew uh the other day he posted up the the last crusher camaro t-shirt he autographed it and as he's talking on the video i'm looking at my instagram going i know where that is it was up at willow springs right as you take a right as you go in and i i've literally my <laughs> my friends go what's wrong i said i'm gonna go i know where this is i can be up in willow in like an hour and grab it and it'll be a lot of fun 10 minutes later somebody else has posted it up going i got it i'm like great but uh yeah, i hide t-shirts all over the place and tell people to go find them yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, they usually go in less than half an hour. It's pretty surprising how fans are everywhere. And one of the things we were chatting about earlier too, Dave, and I know you've got to get back on the road, is that this uh, the the short time that I had 
to maybe be a little bit closer to Roadkill. It was it really was it was a true reality show, unlike so much of the the concocted, scripted stuff that the shtick that you see on there. And you know, Dave, if I do recall, um, it wasn't as if you were always looking to uh, be on mic. You know, I I. I, I know from experience that early on you were kind of reluctant to see you up there so naturally in an environment that you're just so much a part of. I I, I beam watching you on TV, and I'm, I'm not only so happy for you uh, because you do a great job. Let's face it. You could be my friend and be on TV and really suck, and I'd have to deal with that. I don't have to do that with you. I, I, I get to <laughs> – I get <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well that that was like the day when i get a call from dulcich i'm running through detroit airport going somewhere and i look down at steve dulcich on my cell phone i pick it up it goes hey clarence steve dulcich <laughs> i swear to god this happened he said he goes hey man so i'm doing this show with Freiberger, and he goes you know david says i kind of suck but he says lately i don't suck as much i swear to god that's what he said that's like you don't suck he has no idea well, he's on TV. He's so all in. It's awesome. You know? Well, yeah. Dulcich is 100% the guy who you see on camera. He's just a total dude. And I think that's the key for me and Finnegan, too, is that we're really just doing what we do. We're not faking anything. If we actually get in a fight, it's legit. It's not because it's been scripted. And that really doesn't happen because we just have fun doing our thing. And we don't fake anything. And and one of the wise guys, you know, he brought up earlier, Brad Alicia, who's a friend and and a hell of a director. He uh, he's been taking snaps every once in a while, some real funny sort of outtake looking pictures of the guys working, which is a lot of fun. So on Instagram, if you look for Brad Alicia, he's got some funny takes on what's going on day to day on Roadkill. It's a lot of fun. I'll follow up with you and post some of that on the uh, on the site. Uh, yeah. Look, guys, if and if you'd like. Um, you know, Roadkill, the magazine, is no longer, or it's in a little bit of a, a sabbatical, we'll say right now, but I've got a copy, Dave, of um, the Rotson issue. It was um, issue number nine, and this is just an example of, of Roadkill, the magazine, and they're, they're collector's items now because they're they're no longer printing Roadkill, the magazine, but I've got a select, I think I got half a box of these. Dave, with your blessing, maybe I can give away a few of these copies of Roadkill as uh, giveaways at the upcoming event. And I've got some of the summer issues uh, that included a little bit of mini bike editorial as well. You don't mind if we give away a few issues, do you? No, no, that'd be great. Dave, look, I want to let you go, but a couple things if I can. Uh, when we were back at uh, in Nebraska, for the Rod and Custom Americruise, I would say it's probably like about closer to twenty years. I tell uh, yeah. I tell a funny story about the fifty one Chevy where I got there a little bit early because I was working the event and I was selling the swap meet space and a guy came in with a fifty one and I thought he was just coming to to set up a display to sell parts out of the out of the back of the the car and as he laid out his parts he put it for sale sign and the windshield and i said oh you're selling the car he said yeah he, he wanted 2500 bucks and you know I'm, I'm i'm like a on a scale of 10 i'm like a five to six on a car guy dave's a 10 plus right so i said i, I may be interested in that car and i was gonna wait for freiberger to show up and bring him down there and Dave was coming just in a typical Freiburger fashion. He was coming from one event to the other. And we were at an Americruise event. And I think he was coming back from maybe a car craft event. And 
the day went on and I saw him and I lit up. It's like, oh, good to see you. I said, man, I want, I said, I, I want to bring you over to the swap meet. And he, he said, well, I, I, we just got back from the swap meet. <laughs> I see where this is and, going. I bet and, you anything. And, I know and, and, and Dave, you're with uh, Terry McGee, right, Dave? Yep. And, um, right. and I said, I said, Hey man, I want to, I said, I want to show you, uh, this car I'm looking at. I said, did you see a, a black fleet line over there? <laughs> And then, what is your memory from that story? Do you, do you, do you remember that far? Yeah, and I go, yeah, me and Terry just bought it. I, we knew that was going to happen. That's awesome. I said, no shit. <laughs> That's awesome. So they, yep. I, what did you have to do to that thing? Like points or something? Or you had to go to, you had to make a, a stop at a part store and get it running for the cruise or the parade, whatever the hell they call that thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't remember what we had to do to it, but we did take it on that cruise that they did all through Lincoln. Yeah, it really. Yeah, we just bought the thing and hopped in it and went. And, uh, of course, the punchline to the entire story is that we hung on to it for, our, I don't know, two or three years, and then it became yours. Yeah, I, I bought it back. And and they didn't gouge me. Uh, I think I paid, like, a, a small, small bit more than what they had paid for it originally. And the only reason why I got it is because <laughs> I think you paid more money to trailer it back than oh you did for God. the car. And and when they were yeah. – and when you're – the story, Dave, that I recall is that when the car was being unloaded at the Peterson building, the car got off the trailer, and it, and it sprung the doors. So the car sat oh. – <laughs> so that, I didn't remember that. Yeah, so that car sat like a dilapidated, beat to shit old hunk of metal in the garage, and it was going year and going on two years. It's finally like that car was just sitting there, and uh, I I spent so <laughs> I got over sixty grand in that car, Dave. If I get twenty for it, I'd be happy. But it's it, yeah. it, it's it was fun. And uh, looks, thanks. I, I'm sorry that you can't make the uh, event. We'll uh, we'll keep some pictures uh, handy for you, and I will see you at the upcoming SEMA show. Which, uh, for those of you who are in the industry, you know that SEMA is the biggest automotive gathering of small business companies in the United States. It is uh, a hot rodder's dream week. It's uh, in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Convention Center on October the thirtieth through November the second. And Dave, I know that you uh, have a um, shit. You got to get uh, vanishing. Uh, paint ready for the SEMA booth. Uh, yeah. Source Centerlink has a huge display there, as you know, Clarence, mm -hmm. right? So you've got all that to do, but then you also you you turn back on the TV star uh, mode where you are the host uh, of Battle of the Builders, which is um, the huge show that David hosts on site. What are some of the highlights of the upcoming Battle of the Builders before we let you go, Dave? Um, I don't know. You know, I have asked the producer, man, I want to see the cars that before we actually show up, they're like, nope, that's not the rules. We got to uh, <laughs> judge them as we see them. And so I don't know exactly what it is we're going to be seeing. It's always interesting. And, and in addition to that Battle of Builders show, um, J.E. Pistons has a new deal, which is a Master of Motors award that I'm going to be a judge for. So I'll also be judging horsepower there at the show. Great, and I, I, you and I chatted earlier. I'd love to have an opportunity to uh, have a little mic time with you during the SEMA cruise, which happens on Friday, leading into uh, SEMA Ignited. Uh, SEMA Ignited is, uh, I guess, the public's opportunity to play at the SEMA show. Uh, there's some tickets that we have available for anybody that'd like to go, and if you're a participant at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, you'll receive a ticket to SEMA Ignited, where you have a chance to see folks like David Freiberger. David, uh, thank you again for taking some time. Drive safe. What are you driving, Dave? Uh, just my new Jeep, Jeep JK. It's a, I guess not new. It's like five, six years old, but it's new to me. 
Well, look, um, thank you again for the time. Uh, I appreciate all you do, David. Look forward to seeing you in another, I don't know, a handful of weeks out in Las Vegas. And I uh, hope you have a great rest of the year and continued success. Yeah, thank you very much. You too. Hope you have a great event. Send me some photos so I can share them with people. And uh, I'll see you at the SEMA cruise. Awesome. David Freiberger from Roadkill. Have a great night, David. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot. See ya. See ya. He's a great guy. He's just a walking, talking, breathing car guy like 24-7. You know, it, it, it is something like what he said. He's on the road all the time. Like he goes from one shoot to another to another because they, they produce things in real time. Like things are really being put together. That's the wild thing that, as you've seen with Roadkill, it's really happening on real time. They're just getting it back and editing as quickly as they I'm can. I'm watching that. And, and you know, when you ask him, he's probably a loaded question, you know, how do you do it? But uh, it is amazing because there was a time where he's doing everything he's doing that he talked about and then editing the book. Right. And then right. overlooking Hot Rod still and getting a couple calls from some of the, he mentors he so many of the other guys. everybody because he's definitely, there's a few people in the business, as you know, yeah. who are just litmus for certain, certain things. And his skills for being able to see something he's one of those guys who could walk up and say you know how'd you learn how to do that he goes oh, i just looked at it and could figure it out and the other thing too is when you're around him whether it's talking to his peers yeah uh whether it is talking to a je pistons imagine having a conversation with uh somebody like i don't know bob sheet at mcleod about clutches and you know, I used to go to MPMC, which is the conference where the editors right. meet in these 15-minute periods with manufacturers. Mm -hmm. And kind of the way it works is that you give the manufacturer 15 minutes to talk about why his camshaft's the best thing. That's why you get the editors in front of the manufacturers to get that, you and, know. And that, that, that manufacturer, yeah. he'd want 15 of those minutes, and then you got like maybe five minutes at the end to tell them why either your magazine or your TV show or your website or your right. event could help them. Yeah. And I would love being in those conversations where, and it could be about anything. And believe me, it ran the gamut. It included the clutch guy, but it included the shot guy and it included the camshaft guy and the new turbocharger guy mm -hmm. and the new Mickey Thompson tire. And it went on and on and on. And it was just amazing to watch them go through their litany and their their pitch. And granted, we all have our, our ways of presenting. Some of them did it verbally. Some of them had uh, actual product, and they'd show you a ring and pinion, mm -hmm. or they'd have uh, they'd show you the lobe difference on the camshaft, or they'd they'd have product. But he would listen like an angel, not say a word. Unlike guys like us, where we butt in, <laughs> he'd, he'd listen to them, and then they'd ultimately get to that point where it it's obvious that there's still a next place to go. Yeah, and I watched them do it with Sunoco Racing Fuel engineers mm -hmm. at 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 Steak and Shakes in Indianapolis. Scientists, I mean, guys with PhDs, <laughs> were that are working there to make the lightest camshaft. And David will listen to him and listen to him. And at the very end, as we're getting the bill, he'll give them that next. Where they can you take really it. you really ought to do those for inline sixes because. You know, the, the freeze plug doesn't have the vent cap. And you, that's you know, that's he, a he, wild he, thing and, with and, parts and, and, so and it, applications it, and technical. Uh, that's not going to happen or that is yes. definitely. It's like, no, yeah. you, you, you got to go with, you got to, you know, you got to go with X, Y, Z. So n none of it is premeditated. It's all natural and it's all right. 
and it's a young guy. It could be a young gun. It could be a Mike Copeland. Mm-hmm. It could be it could be a Bill Tishner from Holly. All these guys that are out there, and David, in his own way, knows just a little bit more. It was always nice to have that rub listener. with a guy like that's, that. That's one thing. Yes. I, I He picks up on stuff, and I go, wow, because I've, I've yeah. been there when he's turned around and, and asked another question. I'm like, wow. He's really he, he listened. He listened really well. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of intimidating every once in a while because I've done a few things with him on stage. And you know he's loaded for bear. He knows exactly what he's looking at. That that uh, battle of the builders is going to be great. Yeah. Because he's critical. He doesn't pull any punches. That's well, he's sure. there with other folks that are, quote unquote, uh, on-site celebrity or on-site. For sure. But, you know, uh, and it, it, there's good guys that are there. Um, guys with big shows, Tanner Faust of the yeah. world. But even within that role of David still the beacon, you'll yeah. notice when they ever do any of the filming that they're all kind of huddling up with him. So that's well, he good. Knows. He knows. Yeah. yeah ultimately, that. that's yeah. what it's all said. He's and got done. a big, lot of, his lineage is, is pretty deep. He's hey, we're going to, um, we talked a little bit about, um, and, and I was thankful of David. I felt like I was um, a little fanboy there because it's true because he really gave us big impressions when he did uh, Mini Bike Mayhem and that video went out and we started to get, you know, there's a time we get to a thousand of anything. We we would take a thousand combined with everything yeah. we did and, and to watch <laughs> that thing go to like millions in weeks and then watch it continue. And then just a little bit of um, hits that he, a little bit of um, vignettes that he offers about the, the mini bike world. And it gives us that national audience. I've watched it even with our numbers. If we yeah. do anything with him. Uh, it, so, so that's, we need a lot of that. We're still such a small these rigid frame mini bike, this this clan, it's it's limited. But you, you know, know it, but what's interesting and some of the feedback I got, uh, and and you know, both of us, we see a lot of different types of motorsports events. I host the off road fast, the sand sport fast, the you know, so it goes from Polaris Razors, you know, all the way to hot rods to Mopars to whatever. You know, we live our lives day to day with different types of rides. The thing I liked about uh, the reunion was that, and in, boy, last year it just turned up. If you guys haven't seen this, this is definitely something. We're going to take a lot of pictures this year because visually it was truly amazing. I saw, now I've only seen this, the Honda Pocket Bike, and I forget what they call it. There's a name for it, but Honda built it, and it was released in Japan, and it folds up. It looks like a suitcase. Moto Compo. Yes. Yeah. The white one, the yellow one. Yeah. yeah it was like three or four I of them. I touched it. <laughs> I mean, it was really weird to see. And then the drag bikes, which look like, I mean, they're, they're, there's some stuff there. Yeah. Well, but the craftsmanship, it's not just, I mean, you have your traditional taco. You know, for me, when I was yeah. a kid, I started out with the Honda. My friend's father owned a honda dealership so he had the little trail mx trail and the qa50 or the z50 well the 50 and then you went up to the one that wasn't embarrassing the The 50 had those really weird yellow fenders yeah that was a qa that was the qa you could drive that that little ugly you know yeah you needed the z50 that's what it was yeah you needed the z50 the z50 was more of a little mini bike the q50 was kind of like they had to get something for the younger kid. Yeah, or maybe, the younger yeah. kid. Yeah, you really didn't want it. It was, the, like, it was all plastic. Yeah. So ugly. Yeah. They command. Uh, there's there's a guy who had two of them. In fact, if all these bikes that we're talking about, the QA50s, the Z50s, the CT70s, all you got to do is go to the Facebook marketplace. Uh, any uh, any social media. There's they're just specific to Z50s, CT70s. Yeah. You'll, you'll get the fever. Um we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to uh, finish up with Clarence Barnes. Thanks to uh, David Freiberger from uh, Roadkill yeah. uh, for uh, joining us in there. Uh, we're all uh, 
uh, getting our groove on for the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, which is this coming Saturday, the 13th of October here at uh, CV Park in beautiful La Crescenda, presented by Pioneer. I'd like to thank some of our other sponsors that are also a big part of the event, uh, Small Engine Cams, Go Power Sports. Uh, we talked about our friends over at GTS. Thanks for helping us out, George. Uh, we should hopefully have some giveaways that will continue on. If uh, memory serves me each event, I've come back with products because we didn't have enough time to give them all away. And all we did is give product away the whole event. So it should be a good time. Mm-hmm. It's free to spectators. If you've got uh, young kids, bring them. If you've got a dog, bring them. There's a dog park. Um, if you're a part of this Russian hacking shit, stay home. Um, uh, one guy said, uh, one, I got a call on my, on my Facebook number. A guy said that he had tried to register. He had tried to register on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. He was asked to join a membership. And he had a tough time getting out what they were asking him to join. And I thought he was going to say like a cult. And I, he oh sourced God. it out. He said it was either uh, Canada or Russia. And it's like, well, look, it sounds a little questionable. <laughs> you don't have to join anything in Russia yeah. or Canada to, to register. But if you uh, would like to <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, register uh, online now, you can uh, save some money and you can save $5 extra if you go to Campbell Automotive, which is at their new location here on Foothill Boulevard. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. It's the last podcast before the big show, Ed. Season it's the, three, the pre-reunion, 14. Uh, we'll be back in five. And uh, during the break, we're going to switch things around a little bit instead of the um, uh, get guess the uh, video that you're used to seeing. Uh, we're going to show you the mini bike mayhem video that David put together. It's like eight minutes, and we'll be right back and close it out. We're going to check some questions, and we're going to be giving away some autographed hats. These are the new hats. We went Dodger blue this year. We've got the dated hat. I don't know. It looks like Yankee blue. Does it, well, Yankee blue would be darker. You tried to pass off the Yankee blue as Dodger blue? Well, you know, the Yankees lost last night, Ed. So you, <laughs> oh, okay, that's Dodger blue. So we, we yeah. you know, what are we going to do, go for Milwaukee? <laughs> it's a tough crowd here tonight, folks. See you in a little bit. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Is your car stereo a little outdated? Don't sell your car. Upgrade it. Get hands-free calling with Android Auto on the new Pioneer Next. New from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger Pro Size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion <laughs> Podcast. It's uh, Season 3, Episode what, Ed? 14. 14. That means that maybe collectively we've done 50? 50 shows? 40 shows? Something like that. We still suck. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Clarence, you, you've been behind the mic. How many years now? Uh, a few. You yeah, still... a few. Different different places, different times. But, but some of them, you know, you're in a garage with too many bike guys, and then you're... Maybe oh, no, doing I've been some, in some things. bizarre places. I mean, you know, gosh, 
when I used to be on the road, I'd stop at radio stations. And when I worked in New York, and they'd say, oh, why don't you do a show here? Weedsport, New York, uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, uh, Brownsville, Texas. And not every big radio station's in a big, huge building. Brownsville, Texas, which, by the way, is really Mexico. Nobody told anybody. <laughs> no, it's really like, it's like San Diego. <laughs> nobody speaks English. And I go on this radio station, and it's in a, uh, it's in like a trailer, like a trailer, like give me my fifth wheel, and here we go. And there was a crack underneath. You could kind of see the the grass there. It was really weird. This big radio station in a trailer, so. You but know. you also have had that stage where it's, uh, you know, th- they don't get any brighter. You know, well, you go to the Rose Bowl. When I was on KISS, we did stuff at the Rose Bowl <laughs> and stuff like that. That was pretty wild. How many but, people at uh, the Rose Bowl? 100,000? No, yeah. I think it's like 60. But sure when you're out like there, there's like all you see is people, which yeah. is kind of weird. And most of the time, depending on what the lights are doing, you really can't see out anyhow. It's just like roadkill drags when you're out there. And all the lights coming off the bleachers and stuff. If you're down on the track when when they were shooting that in Detroit, sometimes you can't see up into the stands and stuff. Yeah. Even here, you guys have lights, which is kind of cool. Yeah, well, we get um, that's fancy. Well, Emmanuel, air conditioning. Emmanuel brings us uh, <laughs> somewhat to a professional level, but you know we're we're still a podcast. That's it's kind of the hot in here, though. In the summertime, it gets hot. Well, yeah. we've gone from sweating uh, our ass off, like literally, with fans, to now we got a jacket. Freaking freezing. Yeah, it's not so, even that cold. About three days ago, it started to get cold, and <sighs> and I enjoy that because we've you know we've moved around the event. We we originally kicked off the event. It was August, and let me tell you, man, it was hot. And, and this it, a a perfect i have to just jump in and tell sure. you this is a perfect place to have this event too thanks there's a lot I mean, of it's, it's it wants grassy and it's shady and you and can get you sunshine if you want you can get shade if you want you we're know? talking about you can bring your family you can bring your dog you can bring yeah. you know there's it's there's plenty of parking you park along the road and it's just you can make a day of it people get there yeah. and when they're hanging out and the bike's judged and it's presented and you're kind of hanging just talking chilling People look around there and they see these mountains. We get a lot of inner city folks that come out or they're yeah. just a block or two off the 405. And, you know, they see a lot of traffic, man. They see a lot of buildings. They see a lot of fucking Starbucks. They don't see, you know, we they call this place the balcony of Southern California because you're literally at the foothills of the mountains. There is there is a pause. It is nice. That's why I like doing it here. So we tried it in August and we we literally, it was just grueling. Fried. Um, it was hot. I, I remember one year it was so hot that I had it's like Christ the mini bike show right and everything had to be um, picketed by swap meters but I, I had I had four swap meters and I had five petitions because <laughs> they were too hot they, they said I should have supplied them with some kind of a canopy it's like dude I'm sorry it was shady there when I put you there this morning the sun came out you know it's like what am I going to do so you try to get better and and, and Trying to get better was to have it when it was more, um, when it was cooler out. So we went from August to later in August, and that wasn't doing it. And we got to September, and that was hit and miss. And here we are in October, and uh, it's about the best I can do because I can't do it any longer because we've got the SEMA show coming up. It feels right. Right about now is a good time, too, because kids are back in school. Yeah. People are, you know, yeah. their life is getting settled. And one thing I noticed last year was people coming, like literally families, you know, builders, but all their friends. Like yeah. they're five friends, not just, hey, here's my one friend, here's my whole family. They're coming out with their uprights and, they're, and, and the guy who brought those Honda 
Motocampos. Motocampos. Yeah. You know, people from all over the place. It's really turned into something. This is my third year, and every year has been more of a destination where I feel like people said, oh, yeah, I'm coming to that, which is kind of cool for the community. Then you want to get to see all the people who are really building the bikes. There's a whole scene. It's kind of like when you go out in motorsports and for Hot Rod, you see the guy, the Troy Chapania, the, you know, the Ring Brothers. You start Chipooses. seeing these builders, Chipooses. Sure. And we've got a league of people who I saw last year building bikes. I mean, it was really everybody either knows that guy, says, oh, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's, you know. You know, you, you bring up a couple of good points there because largely what I'm trying to do within this mini bike community is really just carry over things that I've learned in the automotive industry, which is the first one is that the events, uh, unlike a magazine or maybe nowadays magazines are kind of like a... <laughs> Dying, dying. Right. Uh, media. Well, they're a compliment. They're almost like a business card to the actual content. But it's kind of been replaced in the big picture now with online well, because everybody's media. I get all that right here. So like, you know. So when 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 I realized that this portion of the the hobby, albeit car, motorcycle, mini bikes, in this case, that it it wasn't going to be the magazine. It was going to be an event. And the event now, as it starts to mature, going on our seventh year as we are, and having the uh, ability to have some national awareness because of this podcast, because, because excuse me, some of the uh, exposure and the help that we get from guys like David, other social media folks sharing some of our messaging, and the sponsorship support, we're, we're getting to that place. Uh, well, we got to a place where we were able to attract somebody like you. And, and I wanted to make that point because it, I said earlier before you came on, it gives me a chance to really go out there and spend some time instead of having to worry about calling attention to some of the things that obviously I felt were important, whether it was who was sponsoring the event or giving things away or upcoming schedules or updates or who lost their keys. In the midst of all right. of that, I couldn't do everything. And, you know, my daughter's done it twice. It was her idea for me to start this mini bike event, and it was her idea for me to have you do the. MC. She's got the Joe in her though, man. Yeah. You move quickly. You <laughs> the first time I ever met Joe, I was on stage, and this guy came up from Pioneer, jumped on stage, and I'm like, "What was that? This dude's everywhere." I thought I was moving fast, but Joe's like, "Boom, boom, boom, boom!" Oh yeah. And but you know what? That's a neat thing because not everybody has that magic, and you can bring what you do brings it all together for so we can experience a hobby and have a community it's establishing that community you know like i tell everybody there were so many cool pictures from last year you could go around and if you've never been there the the layout you know it's all grass and it's it's all has this real cool community feel to it but you go out there there's all these show bikes and and home built bikes and drag bikes and everything on their little like little square, there's like a performance square you lay down. There they are. They're yeah, the mats. they're all back there. <laughs> the mats. But uh, you get all these mats and everything. You know, I think the next level, and, and there's so many people who've got their own little boutique, a lot of part builders. Oh, there yeah. were guys who were building pipes and stuff like that. Kind of a cool place if you want a cool idea for, even if you've got like a ba either something you've restored sure. or like a just a taco bike or anything. Some, some of them are covered up, Clarence, but behind me are some old vintage uh, Tecumseh engines. Well, that's the, and then exactly. some of the uh, modern Predators that we were talking yeah. about that were on that hot rod bike, for example. But yeah, that was the spirit of it. Just like the car shows. It's like, yeah. hey, look, even if your bike's not done, bring it. 
even if you, you you don't think your bike's the it doesn't have to be the best or the the brightest or have all the trick parts just come <laughs> mine aren't <laughs> well and and look hey we're in a day and age now where high glossy paint a lot of shiny chrome it's kind of that's not what the deal now that it, it it's falling in line with almost the guys that would bring the cars in on the trailers it's yeah. like you know we don't berate you trailer queen if you bring a trailer car or if you bring a, a candy apple red paint job or a chrome engine bay but those aren't really the vehicles that are getting the attention now the ones that are like wow man there's a 71 duster like with original paint four speed like eighty thousand miles with the same fucking tires that's cool but i gotta tell you if we have to see you on the 110 with your taco bike you get extra points for that. <laughs> coming out. I'm going to it like Freiburger. He would do it. But, you know, the, the neat thing is, though, with this event, the thing I love about it is you get in that community. You get to meet people you might not know who come from Southern California. I mean, the cool thing about being in California from someone who grew up in the East Coast, you get to see the people. Yeah who built it like all the pipes you know and the, yeah, and the different cars and, and all yeah. the aftermarket stuff for your mini you know, your mini bike if i was still living back east i'd be looking online going oh yeah that's those guys out there we're here yeah which is kind of a neat thing and, and the community supports that having everybody know each other and you know when you get your pictures tagging them you know joe's JMBR, mini bike. Who's yeah used. so, so we can find those and that's you know you always talk about finding your fans and finding the people you interact with so if you use that hashtag if you're a fan of what joe, joe does tag it and that way you can see all the pictures of all the different you know you can just search you go to instagram and you take that hashtag you can see all everybody who was at the show so, so we share jmbr with the jillian chick who uh is the gal who train the folks on TV that lost all that weight. Jillian. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking she's about. She's JMBR too. So in the midst of the mini bike photos, you'll see a lot of photos of girls Jill going, make it happen. <laughs> Boy, that girl's like, <laughs> not quite the me too movement, but yeah, you get a, you get a couple of different photos. One of the, one of the, uh, uh, topics that we had on the podcast, I believe it was last week is we had Louie on from, um, L and L motorsports, which is the dyno dyno. And you like that element of the show, right? There's a real treat because I just came off the Mopar nationals where we were doing uh, dynos for cars, 1500 horsepower duster, a lot of cool stuff. Sure. But there is a lot to it. Basically a dyno measures torque and, and horsepower and you know, you put it just in this case, I was so jazzed when I saw this. Little six inch wheel. <laughs> yeah, you go in the back of this trailer and you hook it up. And, and the guy's a real pro. He knows. I was talking to him for really? a while yeah. and he knew exactly what he was doing. And But it's cool because you can, with a dyno, you make you change a pipe, you make a change, and you can you get totally a, changed. You put You put chain lube on. Right. <laughs> you adjust your chain, you'll get two horsepower. And you get, but you can find your benchmark. And it's kind of cool. You could sit there and go, I got five horsepower in that thing. And some people, of course, I think it was 34 horsepower or something, which is just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I heard, I said, what's the number this year? goes, oh, 34.2. I was like, you got to be kidding me. If you've never been on a mini bike with 34 horsepower, that's like a Formula One car. Weight to power ratio is scary. It's to scary, too, yeah. because you're so low to the ground. There's not, it's not like a, a bullet It's not bike. like you're up in the air, yeah. or got a car, you know, with stuff around yeah, you. This, you're this, you're on the ground. The real deal. But, you know, I think it's, you said it was it was free for participants. So if you're a participant and you come to the show yep. uh, on Saturday, you can actually, and this isn't easy to find. 
So you builders, you guys making stuff in your garage, you know, some of the family teams we've seen, if you bring it down, you can go in there and it was really cool. He'll put it up there, you get a printout, you can see it. Plus, you know what he said too, Clarence? He said, if you wanted to do that on your own, let's say you wanted to dyno your bike. Right. Um, and if you found them and then were able to get with him, it'd be like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, dyno's not cheap. So and it's, a come bench, out. it's a benchmark. Like if you get a new, if you get a new pipe, just a bolt on accessory. It really gives you a baseline of what you're changing and what to expect. And then it really helps with your design, at least for on a, you know, motorsports like off-road and, and, and for car stuff, gives you a baseline of saying, okay, I got this amount of horsepower, get this, you know. Well, Ed brought it up. It's like what it really does is it cuts all the bullshit out. Right. Because <laughs> all the guys talk about their horsepower. That's it's like, exactly okay, let's what see. It does. So it, it's a come to Jesus. Uh, we're uh, this is the last podcast uh, leading into the this weekend Joe's mini bike reunion. Yeah, um, we are aware of the fact that uh, through Facebook we're unable to um, be broadcasting live like we typically do. So uh, for those of you who will be watching this uh, after we have a chance to post it, we apologize if you didn't have a chance to enjoy it while it was being taped live. You had a little bit of a delay. It usually works with us within 24 hours or 48 hours to get it back up. We'll try to get it up before the event uh, if we can. If not, it's a podcast. That's how it goes. Uh, we are um, wanting to recognize a few of the folks that stepped up and uh, pre-registered in advance. And some of you not only pre-registered, but registered in some cases three bikes and four bikes and three bikes and two bikes and four bikes and six bikes and I can't wait seven to bikes that. and we that's cool part we don't typically um have a lot of bikes that ultimately attend pre-register because i think like so many people you don't know what your weekend is until it's your weekend right uh, especially with families and <clears throat> stuff like that right about now everybody yeah. got their first weekend off from Getting kids back into the into this new mix, you know. And Plus, I realized together. too, in the big scope of things, of life, we're a mini bike show on a Saturday. Um, look, if you can make it, make it. If you can't make it, a, a couple folks recognize the fact that one guy had to work. Well, you got to work. Yeah. That's how it goes. You go next year. One guy is getting married. Well, we're not. <laughs> we're yeah. not going to change it. Get thing. married. Yeah. Don't <laughs> so miss out on that so part. Yeah, That's and, a good one. and then a few people, you know, um, that. Uh, are trying to make it and need a little bit of help if it's a part or if it's a little assistance or if it's a connection if you have a if you have a part issue or if you have a problem getting here if you need any help just call the number it's 818-275-4060 i've been getting about 20 calls a day uh pre-registered save some money if not I'll take the extra $5. We'll give it to Scleroderma. They're going to be here. It's one of our um, longstanding um, uh, organizations that we support. Uh, there'll be water that's available at the Scleroderma booth, uh, available for donations only. Be generous. Be nice. Find out some good information. You can help save a life. Uh, we are <laughs> – now I said this last year, and it didn't quite work out, but Rodney's ribs, I swear to God, I talked to his well, that's mother. That's right. That's right. Rodney's ribs. He showed up on Sunday. I think. And I was like, we were starving. We're sitting there going, Rodney's ribs. This is going to be so amazing. Joe's like, Rodney's ribs. This is level ten. Yep. Dude, yep. Everybody had that like, can't wait to bite into a rib. He came. Rodney was like, <laughs> sitting at home. Here's a picture of Rodney. Like X's on his eyes. Oh, oh, is it today? Hello, Rodney. So, well, I I saw Rodney. <laughs> Rodney said, "Wow." Rodney was on yeah. Foothill Boulevard a couple Everybody of was days ago. Super hungry. And I walked up to him. And I said, "Hey, Rodney, 
you don't remember me? I said, I'm Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. And he immediately started to apologize. I told the story in the last podcast, so I won't bore everybody. But the fact is that he wanted to come. He's coming. I talked to his mother this morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got the insurance. His mom like, probably went, Rodney, let me tell you something. <laughs> just, yeah. tell that, just tell that guy you're coming and don't come again. Yeah. So everybody's looking forward to it, myself included. So <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. If not, you got the L.A. Donut Girl. She'll be there again. I just put extra bacon on the donuts and pray that it'll hold me over. <laughs> what am I going to do? It's breakfast, lunch, all in one. Uh, we have, um, we, again, we have a ton of stuff they're giving away. I went to Mother's, and you know they're buffing up the rig, getting ready to go to the concourse. They were um, packing. They're 24-7. Oh, they're man, out they're just, all the they, time. They had a fleet of cars, and I got to see Dennis, and I got to see Jim, and I got to see Shane and Ken, and it was um, it was fun, man. It, it's They're a great group of guys. I, I had to tell them no. They give us the bags that we put the stuff in. They give us all the little samples. This is a kit. This is one of the complete that is mother's beautiful. kit. Yeah. yeah, with everything. All the wash, the protectants, the the complete mother's uh, car the clay care. kit, the whole deal. You got the yeah. bucket. So we're, we're getting a, a bunch of giveaways. Um, we're hopeful that you'll be on the receiving end. We've had some folks ask about trophies and awards. We have a staff of uh, <laughs> judges. Uh, they include Evil Ed, but it's head up by Jake Moe. And he gets some help from Ian Cordova, uh, Midgey Padilla, and this year Cliff Judd has joined us. Who? <laughs> Cliff Judd. How'd he get in here? I called him up and asked him. Oh, God. <laughs> and you're going to work side by side with him. Oh. So, Ed, you're going you're gonna to primarily focus on Bonanzas, Powell's, and any other thing you want because you're evil Ed. Cool. If you want to take a break for a half hour, you take a break for a half hour. If you want to work for three hours, you work for three hours. All right. The judges are told that you will help them when you need them, or they'll, you'll help them if they need your help, and you'll be around for as long as you like. We're going to have Bing and some of the guys from the Honda Grom Lifestyle Group help us out with some of the CT70, Z50s, Groms, the Mini Motos. And I'm going to dabble, help out. The the process is going to remain the same. You'll come in. You'll check in. There'll be a special line for pre-register. So folks who pre-registered, we're going to try to make it a little bit easier for you. You'll come up to a separate line. You'll be able to pick up your wristband. You'll sign your release. You'll put a decal on your bike, and you'll get in line to have a photo to be judged. And then you park, and you're done. There's no wondering if you've been judged, worrying about when they're going to be judged. You'll you'll get all that done in the beginning. You can pick up a goodie bag while your bike is being judged. You maybe want to pick up a cup of coffee. Don't badger the judges. No one no one really is able to spend that time because we don't have enough. We'd love to hear about all the work that you did on your Rutman Wild Goose. We'd love to hear about what you went through to find that carburetor diaphragm. I already been through all that. Well, and there's a there's, there's a time and a place. So be respectful, please, as a participant. And and I realize you guys have a lot into this, and it's kind of like a coming out. Save that for the show. Let let the guys judge your bike. Um, just release the bike to the judges. Let them have it for a few minutes. And the judging as you first come in is really the primary way that we evaluate your bike. But once your bike is positioned out at the event, the judges also go around. They may have another question. They may want to see it you for may a second want to or third look at time. Something again. You got it. So, and and finally, look, come to have a good time. Come to have a good time and see Evil Ed. And don't come out thinking that you're going to win a trophy. 
or hoping that's the worst thing that, you could do or make the success of the event be based on winning a trophy right, right? right. so trophies are gravy um and we have enough of them and believe me we have an evil ed award we i've got an award that i give out to whatever bike i feel best reflects the award there's we've added a few mm. we've added a chopper class um come on out if you take home if you take home a hat, if you take home a trophy, if you take home a plaque, that's just a little extra bonus. Uh, you'll notice that we have some of these billboards. These are the original billboards, Clarence, that we had from the first show. The shows. first show. Right. And at the first, when I first did the event, I really didn't know how it was going to lay out. So in my mind, in a perfect world, I would have an area for CT70s or Z50s mm -hmm. or vintage or ruckus. And that didn't happen because... Some of the ruckuses would see the sign and they'd park next to it, or if you had a Z50, and then other ones would be. So I, I couldn't just place a sign and expect. Way on the other side. Yeah, so right. this whole thing where you put up a sign for a designated area in a perfect world where you're placing it like an indoor show that worked for the outdoor show that's casual like ours where you go where you wanna and you can move if you wanna. Yeah, and then you, you know, some, if you wanna. sometimes people come with different bikes, but they wanna be next to each other. Yes. So, so uh, these signs kind of, as a result, they became somewhat uh, outdated, and I've moved them around. I can't tell you how many times I've moved these up and down stairs and in and out of trucks and, <laughs> and in, in and out of that park. They look good. They, they do look good, but um, uh, they have no place at the show anymore. <laughs> Weren't so, they blowing around one time? Well, that was the thing, too. Imagine these up, Clarence, with these little cardboard stands. They were flying around. As they're going down the field. No, no, flying around like flying. Hey, a tornado. You know? They were flying. Yeah, oh so my God. We, we staked them. There's stories to each of them. I've got a bunch of cool ones that run the gamut, and I'm going to bring them to the show, and I'm, I'm going to sell them for $20. Oh. And and believe me, that's just a that, that's just so I can say that ultimately there was some benefit from them. They cost me a right hundred. There. there is. So you're gonna take uh. home a little history, and they're not priced. They're to God, twenty dollars. Believe me, it, it's like you can buy a T-shirt for twenty dollars for the garage. Yeah. So Jake yeah. Mo has dibs on the one of the uh, Honda or U.S. Vintage and something else, and there'll be some other folks that may want to. Uh, oh, great. Who, who may have an interest in some of these billboards. I'll have them while they last. No, we don't fucking deliver. Um, one last thing. <laughs> Love Joe. <laughs> Period on that one. The, the oh, apparel. No the apparel. This this sounds like a shtick, too. Traditionally, I would order boxes. I would order 120 T-shirts. And Ed, I would bring back 80, 90. And they'd sit in the trailer. We'd give them away at the podcast or when we do our little meet and greets. It's like, those days are over. So... We bought a lot less shirts this year. That's just how it is. We tried so many different uh, logo designs with logos everywhere. I went back to the nice clean one, Clarence. We went blue. We've got our Pioneer, little silhouette on the back. We've got these. We've got some hats. There's not a ton of stuff. So if you, like, I'm, I'm not a big guy, but I'm an extra large. I tried on the large. It ain't going to work for me. So if you're an extra large or an extra, extra large, buy them early because they're going to go. And the same thing with the hats. I didn't buy a ton of hats. On the evil head, Ed hats, um, there's like 12 of them. That's it. So buy them. Buy them. If you want them, go buy them. As soon as you get there, I can always order more. That's the beauty of it. Instead of buying all of them and having them, I didn't buy as many, and I can order more if we need them. It's cool as a shirt. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we, we've got tons of product to give away. You can still register now online for $20. You can save $5 at Campbell Automotive, which means it's $15.
to register. When you register, you get a bag, you get a $5 coupon. I think I'm losing money on this shit, okay? <laughs> but that's okay. So come to, the, come to the show, get ready. If you need help, call. Um, I've got folks coming from Arizona, thank you. I've got folks coming from as far as Nebraska. Um, I don't know if we'll see Neil from Buffalo or Canada, wherever oh, the hell he's from, yeah. it's the same thing. Um, let me know, let us know if you are a paid registered participant coming from far away so that we can enter you into the long distance award. We're gonna try to make everything smooth. Have a good time when you're there. Come by and say hi when you're there. Come say hi to Clarence Barnes, who'll be at the uh, Rockin' the Mic. He'll be there at the Scleroderma booth. Come and say hi. Uh, support Scleroderma. We've got some water there for you. We also have some munchies that you can probably buy as well, some snacks and potato chips, whatever. Um, come by and say hi. Boom Boom will be out there. Uh, Jerry and Gail will be out there. Everybody that you're used to seeing will be there and some. I'm really looking forward to some of our swap meet guys. This other thing about the swap meet, get there early. If you're gonna, If you're looking for an engine, I've got a guy that I know is coming. He's got two 10 by 10 booths. That's a great place to go, as a matter of fact. Yeah, if you want parts or, or like. He found yeah. his brother's four West Bends. Bro. And he's bringing them. It's like, and, and look, the selfish part of me, at? you guys, all right? The selfish part of me, at? the selfish part of me says, Where are they? Where do you live? And it's like, the Joe mini bike of me says, Bring him to the show. You're going to make somebody's day. Oh, I'll be there. Bring three early. of them. Bring them all. <laughs> I'll Bring be there them. early. Yeah. Uh. And uh, there's 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 a there's a lot of good stuff in the morning. Um, there'll be coffee. There'll be special donuts from L.A. Donut Girl. Uh, thank you for coming on board, Clarence. Thank you for bringing a little bit of professionalism to this little uh, oh, backyard event. It's, uh, thank it's, you. It's a lot of fun. I've, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Last year was a blast. Now you brought your uh, you bought uh, the bride last year. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen the dog in tow. I, I feel I, the, like I know the dog. The, the dog talks on Facebook. The, yeah, the dog. The dog. <laughs> yeah. So if you want I have to too much time on my hands, <laughs> like I'm on, I'm on tour at airports and I'm talking to this app to make my dog talk. So it's it's a long story. We'll bring the weird. dog. Bring, bring the yeah. dog. But uh, yeah, Jackson will be there too. So that'll be fun. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reading. It's at the Hindenburg section of uh, CV Park. It's 3901 Dunsmore Avenue. If you need to Google it, for Christ's sake, just get to the neighborhood. You can hear it. Okay, it's Locker Center. All of our local friends, come on out. It's uh, free for spectators. It's brought to you by Pioneer Car Audio. I want to thank some of our other sponsors locally, Campbell Automotive. You can stop there on Foothill Boulevard and pick up a $5 off coupon. Um, we've got uh, sponsorship support by uh, FNB Racing. We talked about our friends from uh, GTS Hobbies. They'll pre be providing the uh, giveaway, uh, which is a custom roller. All you need is an engine and a chain and a clutch. You'll be good to go. Um, take a look at all their uh, complete line of GTS products and mm. frames online. They also have a cool store. In fact, it's a new store. Um, right off of the 91 freeway uh where is that ed i don't know if it was compton or is compton neighborhood I cool store tell you offhand they I do it all I've there never been there roth is there bending pipes and they've got a nice showroom and nice uh retail outlet for you hopefully we'll see all those guys there want to thank our folks from uh, crc brake clean we have some select brake clean product we'll be giving away as well our friends at go power sports our friends at small engine cams eric yes uh eric's uh also uh, eric adams or Eric. you're talking about Eric from Studs. Eric from Studs. So great. Eric, Eric from Adams Studs. Will be there. Eric Adams uh, signed up. Uh, so let me just thank as we close out some of the folks that pre-registered. Dane Walton, uh, Randall Arnault, um, Vin Morelli, uh, Joe Petrelia, who is uh, with the group from Arizona Mini Bike Riders. He's bringing a few bikes, Ed. Yeah. Um, 
Randolph Nakamura, he was the one that had uh, some engines that he was also going to be selling at the swap meet. John Bonet Ramsey with his Baja Doodlebugs coming in from Arizona. Uh, our Ruckus, our Honda Ruckus group is represented by Carl Santiago. Um, Mark Lasky, who won the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion People's Choice Award back in 2016 with that little flexo. He'll be back. Uh, Monica Sanfilippo with her Taco Frioli. Charles Mini Drag Bikes bringing out seven bikes. He all is? custom bikes. Yes, oh, he is. Cool. Fredo's bringing out a few. Um, we've got Eric Adams bringing a uh, Gilson Island Hopper. You don't see any of those around. So he pre-registered. Uh, Craig Richardson. Um, we just got some recent registrations from uh, Greg Jensen, who won the People's Choice with his small Rutman that prior year. Prior year, yeah. He's back. Um, you know, we've got... A good group of folks, and this is usually at just about maybe 30% of total, so we should have close to 150, maybe 175 bikes on display. Cool. Get there early to ensure your mat, because we don't have as many of those mats, and get there early to ensure yourself on the dyno. I'm running late. Thanks. Uh, we'll see you live from the event. I will be doing intermittent Facebook Lives, which I did not do last year. I'm going to try to do one at least every hour. Okay, so Facebook Lives, look for that. You'll be able to post online. And we'll come up with a way for those folks who are listening to the Facebook Live post during the show to give you guys a little something, too. We'll find some giveaway products. Thank you for the year of support on the podcast. Thanks for all the mindless hype this last couple of weeks leading up to the event. Shameless PT Barnum Bailey self-promotion. But it's all for a good cause. It's all for mini bikes. Get involved. Buy a bike. Fix up your bike. Uh, get involved with your kids. Get out to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We'll see you Saturday. Evil Ed. See you guys Saturday. Talk to you soon, everybody. Thanks for listening.